Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus West Ham in the Premier League. Um, yes, so the game just ended as of three minutes ago now, I'd say. Um, it was back to Premier League duties once again. The fixtures coming in thick and fast. Um, we had the Champions League game on Tuesday where we had to rotate quite a bit. And we had lost Fabinho on Tuesday. So this time it meant that another centre-back would have to step up and um, take the uh, take the podium of the responsibility of playing at the centre-back, playing the centre-back position. Would it be Reese Williams? Will it be a midfielder playing centre-back? This was the rumours that were circulating. We'll get into the lineup in a little bit. Um, yeah, West Ham... Obviously, they're coming in a bit of good form at the minute. Secured a draw last week to Manchester City, um, a draw, a draw away to, a draw away to Tottenham, at very last minute. So they, they, they've they've been dealing with this hectic schedule incredibly well, and fair play to West Ham. But they, it was their job to try and do something at Anfield. Um, obviously, they had Antonio who was in great form. But then in the last match, picked up a hamstring injury and thankfully he was unfit to play in this game. So that was quite fortuitous for Liverpool. Um, so yeah, let's get into the lineup now and then, and I'll explain my thoughts and general performances and all the rest. So in goal you had Alisson, left-back Robertson, centre-backs Joe Gomez and Nathaniel Phillips. Right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold, your midfield three, Curtis Jones, Jeannie Wijnaldum, Jordan Henderson, and your usual front three up front. Yes. So, you know, the first thing you probably heard, Nat Phillips. Yep. Um, everyone thought it'd be Reese Williams playing. Um, I too thought Reese Williams would play. He was only on the bench for this game. Um, also, with Phillips... Um, I was told, well, yeah, from the from the press conference that Klopp said, he he said, oh, Phillips isn't registered to play in the Champions League. However, um, obviously Williams is. So in that instance, we're kind of just protecting Williams because he's obviously going to start on Tuesday, unless um, Matip comes back. And yes, Joe Matip, he's still not in the squad. So I don't know what happened to him, how he got injured. It doesn't make any sense to me. I would love to know because last time I checked, when Liverpool played Everton, Matip played the whole game and then he had the injury problem afterwards. So he must have, to me, it sounds like maybe he got injured in the change room after trying to stretch, trying to do a cool down. That's the only way I can think of what happened to Matip because it, it it has not been specified what the injury is to Matip. He's now missed four games. I know, yes, there's been a midweek game every single game. So technically he's missed two weeks. But the fact he's missed two weeks is two weeks too long. The next two games is going to be pivotal to Liverpool. Atalanta away, Manchester City away and then we have international break. I need to see Matip for at least one of these two games. 
we now know Fabinho is not going to be fit until after international break. So we miss out on Fabinho for um, the, those two games. So we cannot play Williams. We cannot play Williams at centre-back. Uh, I want to see Matip and Gomez at least for the Man City game, if not Atalanta game. So yeah, that was my thoughts. But Nat Phillips, um, he's 23 years old. He's been on loan a couple times at, um, in Germany. Okay defender, but a bit limited in his game. Let's see. Well, I'll talk about his general performance and all of that in general. Um, yeah, Curtis Jones starting in midfield. I think I feel... Uh, eh, we can't, it kind of forced Klopp's hand to do it because... Thiago injured, obviously. So, um, I don't know when Thiago's coming back, to be honest. Obviously, we know he had a bad challenge happen to him. So, and we've only seen Thiago play twice. <laughs> we've only seen him play twice and about... Liverpool have played about six games now. So, similar to the Matip, what I've explained, I'd love to see him come on for uh, the Atalanta game away. Matches the City game away. That's going to be pivotal. We need we need Thiago for that. That is he is compulsory. Um, but so Curtis Jones comes in to be the creative outlet because obviously Hendo and Genie playing double pivot means there's no ball carrying midfielders, and we were hoping Curtis Jones would be the ball carrying midfielder. We'll talk about his performance as well, and um, yeah, the usual front three. Um, Firmino should be dropped by now. I, I, I can't believe to this day that Firmino is still starting when you have an informed Jota who's scoring, who scored his last three goals. The last three appearances Jota has scored every single game. It doesn't make sense to me why he's not starting. I'd love to know why. Because Firmino has regressed terribly. He has regressed so bad, my God. And we're going to talk about Firmino performance again. And yeah, and Sadio Mane, Salah, fair enough. That's that's the usual too. Um, so yeah, anyway, game starts now. And um, Liverpool look okay in possession. Look okay in possession. Just trying to find a way to break West Ham down. They were kind of doing a low block. But West Ham looked much faster in transitions whenever they won the ball off us, whether it was due to just a misplaced pass, because I saw plenty misplaced passes um, in that first half. We were just trying constant long balls, falling falling nowhere, because um, we usually have Van Dijk again. I, I explained it, I explained it with them in the Midland podcast. We have Van Dijk doing long balls that will actually find players and be the start of a progressive attack. Or we'd have ball-carrying midfielders in Thiago and Cater and creating attacks. Um, but this time, it, it was still limited. So it's like, we're doing long balls, but the long balls is not creating openings for attacks. It, it, we're doing long balls to create a new start of an attack and it it was just constantly failing. Um I believe we had a chance where um I'm trying to remember. I believe I think we had a through ball chance one time 
I think that fell to Sadio Mane, but Sadio Mane had this problem where the ball was just constantly lose. He was losing the ball constantly, a good four or five times losing it constantly, and it just felt like Mane had to play his way into form. Um, Firmino, Firmino, Firmino! My God, get, what are you? What does he do? I, this guy's form is it, the 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 fall from grace Firmino has had. It is terrible. When Liverpool are on the start of an attack, he's not even running. I know he's meant to link up play with wingers, but when we're on the start of that, I remember an instance in the first half when we were on a counter attack. He's running to the channels instead of making an explosive run, and then there was a second time he done it where he's half arsed jogging. And I'm seeing our midfielders jog ahead of Firmino. And I'm just thinking, where is your instinct to want to be in the final third? Because it just wasn't there. And any other time when we want to create a, a, a create integral, integral play in the final third, he'd try the flashy pass again. It's not a simple five-yard pass. And the ball was just constantly lost. And um, yeah, West Ham get themselves on the ball. They whip the ball in. Joe Gomez, all the time in the world, he had the time to control it. And I think maybe with the experience of Van Dyke, he would have told him, he would have told Gomez, you have time. You have time. But Gomez heads this ball directly into four nails. Not even out of the danger zone, but directly at four nails. Four nails controls it, picks up the ball. Picks up the ball, shoots, hits the post, goes in. 1-0 to West Ham. You're thinking, oh, here we go again. Just like the February game where we had to come from behind to beat West Ham. We now have to repeat the performance of February. And that's where um, I explained further on. Just that in the final third, that integral link-up play was just not there. Firmino wasn't there. Um... Salah was, would get in positions, but it would be to help link up play rather than to get in, uh, uh, get in the box and have a shot at goal. Because we didn't have a shot on target for about half an hour of that game. For half an hour in the first half. And then finally, with a stroke of luck, the ball's crossed in. Um, Masawaku is behind Salah. Salah darts him on the turn. Um, Masawaku kicks Salah in between his legs. Salah turns, delays half, delays half a second and then drastically falls to the ground. It's a foul, yes. It's a penalty, yes. But it's sad that Salah had to dive after, after getting fouled to get the penalty. Because he received contact. But it wasn't like the contact where, oh, I have to fall to the ground. Oh, I'm, oh there's no choice where gravity just sweeps me out. But... It was a it was a penalty all day. Salah steps up just like Midgillen with the pen scores equalizes, and it's one one and it's one all, and Liverpool equalize. Um, and yeah, that was the first half. It was very lackluster again, similar to Midgillen where it, we just wasn't getting any kind of flow going. Um, and I was hoping at the start of the second half you'd see Jota come on immediately, but. Again, at the start of the second half, it was more or less the same. No changes at all. Um, second half just consisted of more uselessly long balls. 
more useless long balls that just wasn't falling to anyone. Um, and it was getting frustrating. But I felt like Nat Phillips was more in control second half. He looks more imposing. Bearing in mind, Halle didn't really try and make a contest with him or try and bully him or try and impose himself. It just Halle looked so demotivated. So it kind of made, it grew the confidence of Nat Phillips himself. Um, yeah, and then um, eventually the substitutions made. 70th minute, Shakiri comes on, Curtis Jones comes off. Firmino comes off, thank God. Firmino with no, he didn't even have a shot today. He was that bad. Firmino came off. Um, Trotter came on. And finally, two key players who can create openings, who can create frightening attacks. Um, finally, what Liverpool find themselves on the ball. Liverpool find themselves on the ball again. Um, Shakiri trying to whip balls in, trying to whip crosses in. Um, but we just looked more imposing of ourselves. Uh, Henderson linking up play with Shakiri and Jota more. Um, and then finally, the goal comes. Um, Salah passes to Mane. Mane tries to shoot, but um, it looks like he's followed through on the keeper, even though he. No, Salah shot. Um, Fabianzi saves it. It looks like Mane is trying to get the rebound, but then it falls to um, who is it? Masawaku? Not Masawaku. It might have been another West Ham player. Might be my West Ham player. Um, it comes off Masawaku's or whoever centre back's leg. Whoever centre back, maybe Ogbonna. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, comes off one of these West Ham players. Ball falls to Jota. It goes in. He doesn't celebrate though because he realizes what VAR is gonna check something for it. They're gonna check something for it, absolutely. And I, and my naive self, I thought, yay, go again. It means VAR definitely won't check this one. They definitely won't check this one. But they checked this one. But Mane had to go for this ball because it was a rebound. It's not his fault that Mane follows through with Fabianski and there's a, and the save happens. Uh, he, he makes contact with Fabianski. He has to compete for the rebound. But um, the VAR, the, well, the referee goes to the monitor and looks himself because I think in the VAR monitors in his head, they were telling, they were telling him maybe misinformation. Um... And then he looks at the monitors and then he disallows the goal. And I was annoyed. So here we go again. VAR talking off another goal. And it ruins the fan experience because you can't really celebrate anymore. It's like you want to celebrate so bad. But this VAR is just a killjoy. It's a killjoy all the time. So it's killing it's killing the sport at the minute. And they, the officials still haven't got it right. Um... But then, yeah, it doesn't demotivate Liverpool at all. We're still bombarding. We've still got the energy in our legs to create an attack. And then finally, 83rd minute, Shakiri, Delicious through ball. Delicious through ball. Mane makes an off-the-ball run whilst, whilst this ball is made, which creates the space for Jota. 
and he's one on one. He slots it past Fabianski, and he's now four in four. Jota scores four in four. He is incredible, and now he that officially means to me, number nine Bobby Firmino is in the mud. The new front three is Jota, Mane, Salah. I don't want to see no more Firmino. Jota's now stepping on Firmino's neck. Look what I can produce, Klopp. I am scoring goals. I am showing consistency. Uh, Look at what your number nine is doing. Not showing consistency. Falling from grace. It just makes common sense for Jota to start from here on. And this boy is frightening. And I want to say thank you, Pep Linders. Your scouting abilities is... Mwah, beautiful because he has been so key for us. He's been a match winner in the Sheffield United game. He's been a match winner tonight. And um, James Milner comes on, Salah comes off, and we see out the game 2-1 Liverpool. So Liverpool, three points clear at the top of the Premier League. We should have been five points clear with that bullshit Everton nonsense. But again, Liverpool at Anfield, we always find a way to win. We always find a way to win. And that's why we're unbeaten there for three and a half years now. And Liverpool now equal the record of the Bob Paisley team. 63 games unbeaten at Anfield. A fabulous record. Unbelievable achievement from the boys. And Jurgen Klopp has really built a fortress at Anfield. Um, And we're doing it without fans this time. So it's great to see Liverpool top of the league. Um... Again, all this adversity, no Van Dyke, no Fabinho, no Cater, no Thiago. Um, and we're still producing top class performances like this. Or well, not top class performances, still finding ways to win. Because our general play wasn't good today. It was quite bad. But when Liverpool is when it's time to come clutch, Liverpool just know how to do it instinctively. And that's what made us champions last year. And if we keep up that same consistency at home this year, we should be champions again. There should be no issues. God willing, there's no other injuries and whatnot. So, yeah, uh, man of the match. Ooh, man of the match. I'd probably give it to... I'd give it to Jota because he came on. Game changer again. Game changer again. So, he's my man of the match. He's loving life at Anfield and he's proving his worth at Liverpool. And I I believe now he has to start more often. He's now cemented, to me, he's cemented the starting place. There's no reason to see Firmino start. There's no reason. There's no reason. Jota's young, fresh, hungry. Firmino is turning 30, which in Brazilian years is 40. <laughs> so and that's that and and don't get me wrong I I commend Firmino for all his years of service of playing the force nine role for four and a half years it's not easy taking on that responsibility but you cannot deny that he has fallen from grace and it's taken a significant impact on Liverpool's attack let's start Jota and build his confidence from here on out um so yeah good to get the win no injuries um, roll on Tuesday, Atalanta away. Let's hope Thiago and Kate Thiago is back. Let's hope Kater's back. Let's hope Matip are at least in training. Because if they can't make the Atalanta game, they have to make the Man City game because that's on a Sunday. So, and then after that is international break. 
So yeah, roll on the good times from here, boys. Thank you guys for listening to LSE Reactions. Tune in on Tuesday where I will give you my thoughts on the Atalanta game. Thank you.